welcome to We Geek Podcast. Today is Wednesday. <laughs> Hold on, sorry. April April twentieth. April twentieth. Forgot the date there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were um, gonna say March, I think, and that was better than last week. <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. Oh man, two times fine. <laughs> but it is the twentieth, and of course, it's Wednesday. You're listening to us on the N.FM. And I am Adam, joined by my good friend Logan. Hello. What up? And uh, we are on episode 55, and we got a whole lot of news, a lot of movie news, um, tons of movie news. I kind of want to get into some comic book stuff. I've been reading actually a lot of comic stuff uh, this nice. week. I've been reading some Superman, a lot of Superman. Um, and we got some PlayStation news to talk about. We got some Pokemon news to talk about, some Power Rangers. It's just our childhood come to life <laughs> this week. Uh, great, exciting news. Um, and uh, But man, let's let's start with how was your week? I good, good, you know, work and whatnot. Oh yeah, yeah, I know, I know all about that. I uh, I left my controller at my buddy's house, my PlayStation controller. Oh I man, haven't got around to getting it. <laughs> well, you got your, you've got your Vita. Yeah, no, I got that. Um, but it, it for the last day or two, and it's just I get off work and I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't plan. I'm not driving over there. Nothing, <laughs> just not for me. So um. The, so you know, I, I pulled I pulled out a comic or two, pulled out the old iPad and and read uh, uh, some of um, uh, Superman American Alien Max Landis's like run on Superman, and it's some of the best, not just Superman writing, but some of the best comic book writing I've read in I don't know how long. Excellent. Um, yeah, and I'll talk all about that later. It's one cool thing, real fast. What's so great about it is he chose a different artist each issue because. Each issue is a different point in time in his life. Okay, sure, that makes sense. It makes sense, yeah, because you when you remember, you think of things, your childhood, your your teen years, your adulthood, it's very different tone. So I don't know, yeah. it's great. We'll get into all that later, but uh, that's pretty much what I've been doing. Just nice. kind of. Uh, oh, and I saw the Jungle Book, so we'll talk about that. Oh yeah, very end. cool. Oh yeah, yeah, did you see it at all? Not not yet. I think I'm gonna go. I don't know, maybe a little later this week. Oh, okay. So I'll just completely yeah. steer clear from spoilers. Um, <laughs> but I mean, who hasn't seen the? Well, Jungle I mean, if it's you know, I imagine there. I've heard there is a big change from the animated, though. Here's the thing: I haven't seen the animated movie in a very long time, so you I, probably wouldn't remember. Sure. I have no idea. I I com I com I'll be honest. I completely forgot the plot of the Jungle Book, except for Mowgli and you know he's in the jungle and they're trying to get him somewhere. That's all I knew. Right. <laughs> um. But in the songs and everything. Sure. Um. Yeah. But you know, and I think that kind of helped because I didn't. I was like, oh, oh, I, I is this a plot? I, I it did, you know, I did think about it. Was this a plot from the animated movie? Right. And I couldn't remember. And uh, yeah, so right. it, it surprises you. The the best thing about it, there will be a, a Dumbo. There will be a Lion King, guaranteed. The entire time I kept thinking, this is the fucking Lion King. Yeah. The, <laughs> the way these animals are talking, the way. Everything is laying out. Sure, you know he might as well have been Scar. Like it is the Lion King, and and if that and I, a week ago, if you would have asked me, I would have been like, nope, don't do that, don't ruin, don't you know? You know, everyone knows I have not been the biggest fan of these Disney live action whatever, and this was just blew me away, completely turned me around on them. Interesting. Um, and maybe it has to do with because they're now starting to tap into the cartoons, uh, an animated movies that I loved. Yeah. And hmm. um, even though I don't really remember much of this one, I did enjoy <laughs> it. I remember singing along constantly. So, nice. but, uh, but yeah. So we'll talk yeah. all about that later. Um, Just a, a quick side note: we air live 
on on the on Wednesdays and I'm I'm right now as you're listening to this I'm out delivering pizzas and I'm wondering if because of what today is I'm a lot busier than usual probably I'm good it's I'm gonna be curious to to revisit this as I'm driving going I don't have time to listen to this because oh man this is the day where every <laughs> oh man it's for do it all over Facebook and everything yeah. else it's, oh, okay. it, uh, it's kind of obnoxious <laughs> but hey <laughs> you know hey look if that's your know. thing I, I really don't care just tip you know oh yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> totally 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 oh yeah the best is when uh, no, I won't get into it <laughs> we'll just steer clear from that uh, one um, but yeah man so um, let's get into it there's a ton of news um, let's actually you, t- you take this top one I know you like this news yeah okay I think because I know we kind of like you kind of hinted at it a little bit with this what was the hashtag it was hashtag Landis Pokemon. Yeah. And, uh, well, okay, okay, I'll take it. Well, basically, um, Legendary Entertainment, Warner Brothers, are uh, nearing the end of uh, basically a secret bidding war for the rights of the live-action Pokemon film. Um, and I know that there's some there's – some, there's a lot of – there's some controversy because I guess Legendary Entertainment is owned by a Chinese um, group, and right. apparently there's a lot of Japanese – films are not uh, being shown in China. So like there's right. some, there's some weird under, I don't know, stuff that I, 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 I read over and it kind of went over my head, but basically there's some beef there. So, um, it's, I'm curious who this is going to end up going to. Well, and usually because I, I'm pretty sure Warner brothers has done all the animated ones, right? They've done all the animated ones. So it would make perfect sense if Warner brothers was the studio picked this up. I personally would probably prefer Warner brothers just cause they, they've been in bed with the franchise for so long. But then again, I don't want it to turn. I don't want it to turn into like, uh, what they did with their comic book stuff either. Like, I don't want a super serious Pokemon movie. Um, well, I, I'm, but... I'm getting ahead of myself. I doubt it would ever turn into that. I right. guess it'd be the creative minds behind it. Um, and that kind of leads to the, the hashtag, the land is Pokemon. Um, uh, I, I was watching a kind of funny video and they came back from break and Max Landis was just off the cuff talking about, yeah, some guy over at uh, at Warner Brothers started this hashtag Landis Pokemon, and I wonder what that could mean. And like they just immediately <laughs> change the subject. He looks at the camera and winks, and it's just it's so nice. clearly he's been writing scripts. That Max Landis is the biggest writer in Hollywood right now. I think he had four or five films come out in the last two years. Well, and, cause he's um, had, and I think we talked about him a little bit last week. It was what it was American right. ultra and like what two or uh, three others. Yeah. American ultra, um, Frankenstein, uh, hit me, him, her, um, uh, Mr. Right. Uh, yeah. The Victor Frankenstein. Yeah. So it's like one, two, three, four. And he has that TV show, uh, Dirk gently that's coming out. And he just got, uh, his Netflix show or Netflix movie with Will Smith, uh, uh, greenlit or whatever. So like he's the biggest thing in Hollywood right now. And the thing is with, with writers is their movies might not do good, but that has really nothing to do with them. If that makes sense. Right. Like it's everything else that comes into play that can really screw it up. Um, so he's still going to get like a shitload of work cause he actually has amazing ideas. Um, and so anyway, we'll get into that when we talk about, uh, Superman, he also did a short, like a, a YouTube short called The Death and Return of Superman. I'm, I know you've seen it. Yeah. Right. And so, like, that's – I think when DC saw that, they were like, hey, how about we give you a comic? If you know Superman so well – because he starts out that by saying no one cares about Superman. 
<laughs> and and he said it in a way that meant like he, he he's gonna tell you why you know and and he does and in Superman the American Alien it is such a great tale of it makes you interested in Clark Kent and a lot of people don't know how to tackle him so anyway back to Pokemon um he loves that kind of stuff. He's a gamer. I've seen him on tons of things, talking about video games, talking about playing Pokemon. He knows the badges. He knows the characters. He knows the places they go. He knows the importance of naming the cities after colors and everything else and all of that stuff. If we got someone like that on board that gets it, I would be happier than that. That's that's telling me J.J. Abrams is doing Star Wars. Right. Um, but then it's, again, you know, a lot of other things can change it. But that's if that happened, if like they got a Landis script for it, that would be great. He also helped, I guess, with the uh, Power Rangers script. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. A, a little bit. Apparently, they <laughs> took his script along with eight other writers and mashed them together. So uh, apparently, he was super surprised when he got a call out when they said Max Landis script. He was like, "What? I, I didn't hear of that." So, so wait, wait, you're you're telling me you're saying they took all these different pieces and they put them together into one big thing? Pretty much, um, yeah. They took a, they took a bunch yeah. of different scripts, and I guess they would just, you know, they'll they'll take from other people's scripts. That's usually what ha- I guess happens is they'll they'll have someone write a script, they'll have someone else write a script, and they'll have someone come in and change that one, and then someone come in and change it again, someone come in and change it again. And they're like, okay, we got a script. Okay, <laughs> sorry, that was just a Megazord joke that I guess went just sailing by. <laughs> oh my bad, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, oh. that, no, but that was interesting. I wasn't yeah. expecting that. Yeah, no, I, I, I thought he's, I don't know, he's kind of give a lot of his videos gives you a peek behind the curtain on how they, how they do things in Hollywood. Like, yeah. I had no idea that it was just like a team of six people that wrote Fast and Furious movies, not just like one or two people. Most films, I guess, are written like that. It's really weird. And, um, the, and, and, it, and it only becomes a problem when there's no credit. What was, there was something recently that went through that. I'm not sure. Um, uh, Oh man! Uh, Basically said it was a committee. There's committees that write these movies. Right. Um, he was actually just in the news. Re- God, I feel like this is a Max Landis podcast. No, he <laughs> uh, the, he just went in. He was just in the news recently about Ghost in the Shell. Um, and I don't know if that's on the list here, but we'll talk about that. Oh yeah, I hadn't. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, is there anything else you want to say about just, the Pokemon movie? I the, uh, okay. Let's let's do. Uh, that's going to be interesting. Uh, just just the he, thought of live action Pokemon is like I. Okay, like I would yeah. have to see it. Like I need to see it to see what it'll look like to be to to really judge whether or not I'm excited. Right, right, absolutely. Um, I'm gonna be excited no matter what. <laughs> um, it's a, a live action Pokemon movie. They could absolutely do it. I'm telling you, after you go see, uh, the Jungle Book, there is no doubt in my mind that they could make these animals just come to life. And and Pokemon's kind of close to that. Um, you know. It, Dude, this is on par, if not better, than Avatar in the way they make you just forget that you're looking at an animated thing, and it just looks like you're looking at it. Nice. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's because the way they shot the 3D or what. It it was it was the one one of the one times I go to the theater. I'm like, I am so glad I saw that in 3D because it just makes so much sense in the the depth and and the way they play with the camera and, and you know even when they pull back that beginning shot, just like in the animated movie. And it's the, the the castle, and then you see the jungle, and you're just like, oh shit, this is all amazing. The way they play with the 3D is really cool. Nice. Um, 
Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll go into real fast. We'll go into uh, uh, Ghost in the Shell. I don't have much to say about it. Basically, he was um, – he, he made a video about – um, uh, I don't even know the term. The white, the white, whitewashing. Uh, white, yeah, that's it. Right, the whitewashing of uh, of uh, Scarlett Johansson in Ghost in the Shell, and he basically was saying, you know, and it was taken out of context. Most of it was taken out of context because he was basically saying, you can't just blame Hollywood for that because it is a cultural problem. Um, you know that you can't just say it's the director's problem. Or it's the writer's problem, or it's the you know, or it's the, uh, the the casting problem because the casting is only getting cast out of these group of people, you know. Uh, we want a specific kind of person or whatever. The, it, and then you go to the director, and they're getting you know told exact. So it's a huge issue all over the place. Basically, he was just saying you can't just blame a specific thing because a studio is going to want to make money, and if it's a risky thing to make. You know, you cannot cast an unknown. And he basically said the only movie franchise that is so big that that doesn't matter is Star Wars. Uh, and and you, you can see they 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 did they went out of the they they hired basically unknowns uh, for it. So and, I don't know. He I think he made great points. Um, it's I mean it it is a valid point just in that you can't point the finger at one person or thing or idea. But mm-hmm. but by the same token, I mean, I, I I lay a lot of blame at the studio's feet for this for these kinds of things, because it's it is this hesitation of like, well, we need known commodities. And like if if that was always and every time the case, then no well, movie would ever be made. Well, he goes into detail. He goes into detail how there's no big stars anymore and that most of them are white. He was talking about, as a bit, you know, he said. The, the, there's no big stars. He goes, there's maybe 10 big actors. Two of them are black. Um, I think he said uh, Denzel and Will Smith. He said big actresses. None of them are Asian. Not a single one of them. He goes, uh, 10, 10, 20 years ago, you had Lucy Liu. You had, you had Jackie Chan. You had, you had all of these actors that were big. And nowadays, that doesn't exist. Um, and the ones that do, the one that are surefire, he goes, there's, there's certain actors that will sell tickets. Um, and Scarlett Johansson's one of them. And so a studio is, of course, going to pick someone like that to make sure that they sell tickets because the way he explains it, and it's, it's actually really the he made three videos kind of explaining himself over and over because people, I guess, just weren't getting it. Uh, they tried to use his words into saying, like, it's not Hollywood's fault. And that's not what he was saying at all. He was saying there is a problem. But it's not as simple as just saying, well, it's the studio. It's right. it, or, or, you know, the production or whatever. It's a cultural problem. It's it's an imaginary uh, thing that Hollywood leverages if a movie's going to be big or not. Because, you know, he talks about how they told him a rated R superhero movie would never work. It would not sell. That's the dumbest idea. And then he shows like an image of Deadpool going, huh? Right. <laughs> and, he's, and he's like, he's like, no joke. I walked out of a, out of a, uh, out of an office a year ago, and that's what I was told when we were, there, he was trying to pitch the superhero thing. And it's because there, it's fear. It's all driven on fear. Right. Hollywood is driven on fear because he said movies are making less money. The big movies make more money than ever. Uh, the indie movies make less money than ever. There's no in between anymore. There's no in between, and so he said a studio is not going to make a risk for 
an, for an unknown for a movie that is as risky as Ghost in the Shell. And so that's where he said the problem was. There's there's not there's not a big you know uh, Asian actress star right now like there used to be. Um, there used to be a, a few of them. It, 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 and you know basically he and he's not all you know. He, he, he basically says this is going to change. It's very clear this is going to change it. Everyone's starting to get woken up about it. Um, and I, I don't know. Check out the videos, though. It, I, I'm doing yeah. a horrible job explaining it. I know I am. Well, um, no, but I mean, it, it, but it, it opens up the dialogue. And that's... It does. It definitely does. And I, I'm <laughs> but... not doing him justice. His YouTube page is uh, up to my knees, I believe. Hashtag up to my knees or something. Okay. Um, go check out his videos. Yeah. That he explains it so much more elegant than I can. Um, but <laughs> well, but he... I mean, just just the fact that this is a dialogue is is yeah. is a, a much uh, I, I you know, you study the history. The history of movies is one thing. Just, I mean, just to watch movies from then to now and see how things like that have changed, but to 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 dive into the history of of all the behind the scenes stuff, to dive into the business of cinema, it's and that's it, it, that's something else that goes to to that idea of of indie films make less money and big budget films make more. It's I I don't think it's just because there it's it's the same thing with video games. It's the same thing. There's no forty dollar title anymore. There's no budget uh, game. There's no Ratchet Clank. There's well, <laughs> and and look how well that's doing. Exactly. And that's Bingo. that's the biggest point. Make yep. and don't just make a a fifty million dollar movie for for it's like, hey, here's another Adam Sandler movie. Shut up. Make him go away. They're never gonna make money. They're all gonna suck. We know this. Um, sorry, Netflix. You 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 screwed yourselves on that on that deal. <laughs> but it's the idea of of. If you make a good story, and we have seen this time and time again, and maybe some people are going to start listening finally, the idea that if you make a good movie, people will go see it. Mm -hmm. it, doesn't, it doesn't mostly matter what it's about. If it's something experimental and way the hell out there, then of course it's going to be a, a very niche thing, but it's also going to cost like $15,000. Mm -hmm. As opposed to, you could have... A you could have a diverse cast in a decent, in a in a good film with a solid script, because God knows there aren't twelve million people out there trying to get a screenplay published, right? You know, and yeah, a lot of them. Oh, suck, he, he, but he goes I mean, into that on his. You really sure. gotta check out his channel. Dude. I'll do that. I, I, I love because he has a no bullshit attitude. He completely just lays it all out there. Yeah. He's like, this is what it's like walking into those offices with these ideas and these people. And he talks about how Chronicle was the closest thing he ever got to his his creation actually making it to life. And the reason why was because hardly anyone touched it. When you when you get into the bigger productions, like yeah. the Victor Frankenstein. Yeah. He had no control over the actor's choice, the tone, what, where they were setting it, the, the editing, none of that. And so, yeah, yeah he, I don't know. It's, it's a cool little insight on how Hollywood works and how and that's, uh, that's, how much bullshit it really is yeah. um, and how much it's driven by fear. That's basically <laughs> where he, he ended it was just it is an entire machine built on fear and that they do not want to lose money. And they, you know, you could tell them to their face they're racist. They're going to tell you they're not, and and they're only going to do what what makes money to them. And and right. that's the problem. That that's basically what he goes into. Exactly. That's the big problem <laughs> is that it's driven by fear instead of going, hey, let's take some unknowns and put in a like for example, this Power Rangers movie. It has a lot of unknowns in it. 
this and might be, you know, this this is going to be a perfect example because yeah. there's no way that this costs a hundred million dollars to make. There's no way, not a chance. Right. And 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 that's this is going to be actually a real test of the idea of here's a property that has a lot of you know a lot of our generation is going to this is another one that's like you can take your kids to see this and say hey this was big when i was a kid and now you get to grow up with your version right it's that same thing over again it, but yeah. but here's the thing you have to tell a good story yep that's that's part of why Warner Brothers for everything they put into Batman vs Superman, they may they're gonna wind up making more money on Man of Steel than they made on Batman vs Superman because the story sucked. Mm-hmm. Doesn't nothing else matters, none of the rest of it matters. The story was terrible, and I you know whoever it is who's responsible for that, whether it was it was a bad script to begin with, or if it was just producers and executives hacking it to pieces, pick a cliche whoever's at fault for that that's that's the problem the story is a mess it was seven stories in one you know i I completely agree with you that's um that's my biggest thing i i that's 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 my how to save the movie business hypothesis make good stories i don't care about budget or or any any of this nonsense just make a good story and cast appropriately if the cast needs to be white people for some reason then cast white people if it doesn't have to be then cast anybody i don't care about any i just get whoever's the best for it i understand studios are going to look at this and they're going to say you know we need to make money it's that whole thing they they're going to say nobody's going to come see this it's a weird flip side it's the idea of hollywood's only doing things that are going to make them money but doesn't that make them racist well if people aren't going to come see the movie unless there's a white person in it, doesn't that make the people racist? Right. So, well, that's what he was saying. Yeah. It is a cultural thing. And, it, you know, he goes into like he talks about Julie Roberts and all of these actors and actresses that were huge back then that they could sell tickets. They don't do that anymore. Yeah. And and it, it, he, I don't know. You, you got to check it out. He yeah, goes so much detail that it, it makes sense. I, I sat back and go, you know what? Holy shit. He's absolutely right. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, it is. It's not just a studio thing. It's a culture thing. We, we have to put our money where our mouth is. We have to go and check out different things. And, <laughs> absolutely. That's, and support that kind of stuff. Um, totally. Totally. Yeah. That's why I love that they've started a film festival here. I live in a town of 20,000 people and they're like, hey, we need a film festival. Oh, that's awesome. Are you like when they because they did it the first time last year and I only heard about it. We get every week we get like a a town bulletin recorded phone call. Oh, OK. It's great. And, you know, and we'll put it on speaker and just listen to it. And they were like, oh, and the what was it? The the I forget the name of it. And that's terrible. I have to look it up. But this film festival starts next week. I was like, hold on. Time out. First of all, I've never heard of this thing. Second of all, Statesville has a film festival. <laughs> like we are you like <laughs> when Sarasota has their film festival, the number of people that volunteer for that film festival is is larger than the population of my town. Oh, wow. So, I mean, that's like and we're going to have one. How? OK. Um, you know, the town and footloose legalized dancing so sure why not it's <laughs> it's funny. not it's it's not too far off but like that's 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 part of the thing that gives me hope going forward that 
that people in our generation and, you know, 10 years on either side of us are, are coming up and saying, you know what we need to stop being such assholes? Right. Can we just do that and be a little more inclusive and have a little more culture? Not not high society culture, but but just a, a more openness about about the human experience through things like film. Well, it, yeah, and it, yeah, I know, I totally agree. And that that was that was the kind of, that was kind of the other thing he was talking about is that nothing's and this is we've said this many times and we've known this nothing's original. There's no it, the original ideas are swept under the rug and it's almost impossible for it to get out there because everything is based on something right. and not like it used to be. You know, Indiana Jones, sure there was some similarities. A Star Wars, sure some similarities. There's no oh, Jaws. There's no things like that. There's no original ideas. The Goonies, like we're not getting much of that anymore because Hollywood goes, well, that's a comic book. That's a video game. That's a, you know, that's a TV show. That's a franchise. That's whatever that will sell money. And then you get little things. And it's like, he talks about, he made a movie called him, me, him and her. And they came to him, they shot the movie, did the movie. And they said, well, we've kind of decided we're going to have you do, um, uh, what do you call it? The promotion. And we're, we're going to give you a hundred dollars. You do viral videos, go (laughs) promote it. Wow. And he's like, are you kidding me? Wow. Like, our, what's what? Like, and it's 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 sad, but that that's how that 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 machine works. Everything's a <sighs> a franchise, and nothing's an original idea anymore. Like his Chronicle, that was such an original idea. And, and guess and, what? That's the best thing he's done. And you it's know? so good. That's yep. That's what boggles my mind, and that's that's kind of why I have to tip my hat a little to Universal, mm-hmm. because look at what they're doing with Jurassic World. But but here's here's the thing. Here's the caveat. Yeah. They were going to do Chronicle 2. They were going to move on to do uh, the sequel. And what happened? Uh, uh, Josh Trank left. Be- or he said, well, I'm not going to do it anymore because I just got Fantastic Four. Yeah, and now and, he uh, – yeah. And, and he warned him. Landed, he warned him in the video. He's, he's like, dude, you're going to go do that. It's it's not going to end well. Like look at the track. Record. Look what happened with – you know." and he was like, more power to you, but you should stay here and stay with this original idea. That we both created uh, because it was originally Trank's idea. He talked to Landis. He was like, hey, wouldn't this be cool? And then uh, immediately Landis was like, but what about this? What about this? And what, so, you know, and you see what happened. Now he went off to go do the Fantastic Four and no one's heard from him since. Yeah. with And, and apparently that, you know, that's – well, there's a whole – like that's yeah. an HBO behind-the-scenes movie like all on its own that's yeah but it's it's a it's a curious just you got you got to check out his youtube videos like he was on kind of funny and you know he 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 is the best he is the best uh pitch for um a diehard movie and stuff so it's it's been god we should just call this subject (laughs) but but uh, uh this this topic but yeah no it was just it was really cool. It's a really cool peek into Hollywood and how things. Are made. I mean, look at the list we're about to gonna go. We're gonna go over, and almost all of it is franchises, right? Sequels, adaptations, more. this and that, and and that. Look, it's not that that by itself is a new idea. I mean, Gone with the Wind, based on a book. Pick pick any classic movie, The Godfather, based on a book. Right. But but it's the idea that 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 doesn't have to be the only way movies are made. Yep. Bingo. There's no in between. There's no, uh, the indies are super indie, and that's yeah. what he he you know that he also talks about how uh, back then in the nineties we thought we were gonna get this huge you know with with Quentin Tarantino and Kevin Smith and all of them we're gonna now now they're gonna come out of the woodwork and guess what no one did 
they're all doing big picture movies. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, he's like the, well, the Kevin, uh, Kevin's not though. Kevin's stuck to, Kevin's to his guns one. though. But like, I forget the names he went after. He said Quentin Tarantino. Um, uh, what's his name? Nolan. You know, he was in the same <laughs> yeah. boat as them. Now look at him. <laughs> now, now look what's happened. Yeah. Um, but okay, all right. Well, we're gonna take a quick break. Um, when we get back, we'll talk. We'll, get we'll start the show. News. We'll start the show. We'll get into some movie news. Um, again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and we'll see y'all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and we're gonna get into some movie news. Um, we got some Dark Tower news. Uh, Sony announces principal photography has begun on the first film in the franchise. So, um, so it's yeah. it's officially a thing now. It's officially a thing now. They're working on it. They're there. They're shooting it, um, which is cool. Uh, so okay. uh, we'll, we'll have more news coming out throughout the year for that. I, one of my friends who reads the book is just super excited about nice. that. Speaking of casting that doesn't have to be what you expect it to be. Right. <laughs> yeah. Bingo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. And that's the thing I told one of my friends about it. Um, he just he did. He just found out he's one of the simpletons. I'm just kidding. He's one of the regular people. <laughs> he's one of the norms. We're the weirdos. Um, and he's just like, no shit. They're making a Dark Tower. Movie. I'm like, yeah. And I told him the cast and he's like, wait, what? And I told him who the, who they were playing. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? That's awesome. And he, he was like, I love that. And I was so- like, oh. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I'm totally sold. Um, nice. There you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got um, – I read this as MLB. <laughs> <laughs> MLB 23, PlayStation 8. Um, oh, it got, will be. <laughs> yes. Uh, speaking of franchises, digging them into the ground, we got MIB 23, um, which is Men in Black and 21st Jump Street, but the 23rd, get it? Um, Sony announced official crossover title for Men in Black uh, – 21st Jump Street. So what do you think about that? Well, I mean, you know, they had like we read about this in the the leaked emails like, hey, here's a wacky idea. And apparently this has been the greatest thing, like for as horrible as it was, the Sony hack is probably one of the best things that's happened to them from a movie standpoint, because it's it's, 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 they've partnered with Marvel there and they're gauging like all of these these probably like somebody in a boardroom was screaming at whoever threw this idea out. I guarantee you, like somebody bounced this out there. They're like, we need ideas. Well, what if we crossed over 21 Jump Street and what else are we not really using? Um, Men in Black. And I'm sure they were like, Jenkins, just get just get out. Go. Just right. grab your stapler and leave. Mm-hmm. And and then you know, and it got kicked around in an email and then it got made public and everybody went, you know what? That's the dumbest, craziest, stupidest enough just to work idea I've ever heard. I would go see that movie. Oh, yeah. After Sony was done crying about how just screwed they got from the from the emails. Yeah, they were like, what can we what can we make positive out of this? And that was one of the things where people were like, you know, they're jumping down Sony's throat for everything, all the bad stuff they had in it. But then they were like this idea. This is great. Right. It's 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 like it's like Bill Murray as blue. Sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, it is perfect. Um, so it's it, it's just crazy enough to work. You nailed it. And it's, and it's um, something that should inspire other companies not to be hacked, obviously, because that's terrible and it's a crime. But the idea of 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 at least float a test balloon, yep. just say, hey, what do you think about this idea? Mm-hmm. If, if for nothing else, if honest to God, just tweet out, you know, if if some company is working on 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 I, I don't know, I can't even think of anything on like Lego Goonies. 
Right. And yeah, just, bingo. Just something to bounce out there and be like, hey, here's some silly promotional art we did. And if it really gets run up the flagpole, go with it. You right. have the internet. Use it. And see, this this is it was it's weird and it's you know uh, talk about Jungle Book again. It's, I sold someone on the Jungle Book because I said Christopher Walken is King Louis. Done. You know they they were like what <laughs> like the voice of it and everything is perfect. So it's it's when you get weird and you get strange like that, um, you know I it works. You know people people went out and they they, they said Men in Black, Twenty First Trump Street. Why not? That's amazing. They probably looked at all the articles that were like, "That's so, gr- it's just a great idea." They're like, "You know what? Get Jenkins back in here. Get it, get him right. back in here. Right. <laughs> Let's get him uh, on the idea." You know, and so yeah, because Men in Black Three worked so well. Right. Well, you know, and I think Sony's been a little bit more humble since then too. They they've kind of come out and uh, been just more i don't know people facing i guess uh, especially when it comes to playstation playstation well, that side of it that's I think, the thing they've been listening to their audience right. and they've seen where, how good for business that's been yeah exactly where before it didn't seem like that at all um there was always that barrier there right. i guess because i see it more in gaming than anything that's i guess that's more of a relationship i have with sony than any other aspect of their business and i can definitely tell in the the, the gaming side they have been way more um, opening to, to speaking and and, and, and and having conversations with the fans and, sure. and their customers. Just look at ever have. Yeah, just look at E3 the last couple years. Yep, the, exactly. The launch of the PS4 against the Xbox One, they crushed them. And then last year with all the big, hey, you know those games at the top of most of, of all of you guys' wish lists that is also titled will never, ever be made? Here they are. We're making them. Enjoy. <laughs> oh yeah and now oh. what worries me is the 4k but we'll get into that in a little bit yeah. <laughs> um uh we got some more news though kingsman 2 uh channing tatum announced he will uh be in the upcoming film elton john also is in talks for the role so what do you think about that i well i'm sure channing tatum will be somebody in the 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 statesman the american version of them um, oh that's true yeah he'll be a he'll be a, an american agent that makes uh, sense that and that'll be interesting like just how much goofiness does he bring to that and do he and and do he and 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 Eggsy like really hit it off? Like, hey, we're both the screwballs of the bunch. We don't get along. Like, is that how that's gonna work? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I, I yeah, that's exactly what I think it's gonna be. Um, it's Channing Tatum. I think he found something special with Twenty First Jump Street that like people gravitated was like, oh, you know, of course women are gonna go and see because they like the way he looks and whatnot. But and some um, men. And men too, of course, but um, I think that he found something where it's now a little bit more than looks, and then it's like, oh, he can be funny too. Well, and that's um, and and he found that with Magic Mike, I think, where they were like, hey, you know what, this guy can actually. Act. I guess I just didn't. I never saw that because that just seems so geared one direction. And it's a, well, yeah, but like it's 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 a surprisingly like there are way more layers to that film than you might think. Yeah, see, I, I guess in the advertising, it doesn't seem like that at all. Well, of course not, because that's <laughs> right. how you're going to advertise it. Like, how else right. would you advertise that movie? Right, right. But 21st Jump Street was like, oh, okay, I can get on board. This Joan Hill, yeah. it's funny, blah, blah, blah. Oh, wait, Shane Tatum, he's not so annoying as he has been in everything else I've seen. Uh, yeah. So it's it, it worked. Um, we got some How I Stole the uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas news, but in it, Cumberbatch is going to voice the Grinch in the upcoming film. Um, what do you think about this? I is okay. I mean, I guess it's time for for another, because the last, you know, I mean, we had Jim Carrey's, and that was, what are we now? Fifteen, twenty years ago now, something like that. No way. It's been it's been 
No way, it's been 20 years. It has, <laughs> no. Not 20, but close. It 10. <laughs> it, it, 10 or 15. Like it's been really? A, it's been a while. Go ahead and look it up. It's got to be... It's it got to be close 15. It's 2000. So 16 years. Yeah, okay, 16 years. Jesus. Uh-huh, Sam makes you feel a lot older now, doesn't it? Jesus, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but I mean, you know, and the I mean, the only other animated one was the one from, what was it, 1970-something? Yeah, yeah. The, the one where we get the song from. But, mm-hmm. Okay, sure, why not? I mean, he did Smog, he did, you know, Smog, oh, I'm sorry, Smog. I'm good, because I get, oh, I'll get crap for that. Smog. Uh, but uh, you know, fine, and it's by the it's by Illumination, and they did Despicable Me and Minions, and so the animation will be good. And okay, I mean, you know, why not? Like, it's not something I'm not gonna circle the date on my calendar, but okay, I'm not, I'm not upset by this news. Yeah, uh, I just I can't help but think, what if they did something? Oh man, this is gonna uh-huh. what, what we were talking about earlier. What if they took all this time and effort and did something new, like they did with Despicable Me? That was completely fresh. Right. It kind of sucks. I don't know. I, I guess you know. Ugh, I've become so cynical when I see stuff like that. You know, I, it's, it's, it kind of sucks, doesn't it? It does. It does. Yeah. It's like, what if what if they did something else? Some new animated movie. Like right. that. I, I, that's that's when I really. That's when Pixar stopped becoming special to me when they started doing sequels. Well, when they started just pumping them out like, oh shit, we can't figure some new idea how to hit the eject button. It's like no, you just did up and you did all this beautiful stuff. Yeah. Well, but you know, I mean, I'm, you know, I mean, Pixar, because I mean, arguably one of Pixar's best films was a sequel. I mean, come on, Toy, Toy, Toy Story Three. Toy Story Three. Yeah, that was good, but uh, I don't know. I the ones that bugged me were like, we have to do Cars too, and then we did Cars, so now let's do Planes, and we right. did Planes, so let's do a spinoff of Planes, and let's do a TV series around Planes, because we had Dane Cook in Planes, and that should have been the end of this company as we know it. <laughs> really, I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure. Dane Cook in Planes. I th- I think so, or or somebody else who just is so awful to me that it reminds me of Dane Cook. I don't know, but I think so. But I mean, that was, yeah, they kind of got off track there, but but then they came back and they said, look, all right, if we're going to do sequels, let's at least do sequels that people want. Right. I still need to see the good dinosaur. I hear it's good. I, you know, I haven't seen it either. Actually. It's been sitting here. I own it. Um, I just haven't, I haven't seen, I had the, someone gave me the digital code. So it's just been sitting here on my computer. Um, but, uh, we got some guardian of the galaxy news. Uh, Kevin Feige confirms guardians volume three for Marvel phase four, 2020 and forward. And and onward into the future. (laughs) Right. That's, I don't even know why they, well, and here's, here's the interesting thing. They talked about phase four because phase three ends with Avengers infinity war. Right. So phase four is almost going to be kind of a, a, a sort of new beginning. It's going to be almost like act two. Oh, absolutely. In a sense. I, think, I think, you know, I think a lot of people are going to be dying in, uh, in the infinity war, um, where it's going to get to the point where now it's going to start to catch up to the comics where, you know, we're going to see a different Iron Man. We might see Pepper Potts as Iron Man. We might see a different, uh, mantle for Cap someone else take the mantle of captain america and that it makes sense because it would give these actors who need to do other things um a chance to do other things and now you know you could you could make a female four like you could go down this path and you can introduce so many other characters to totally. that oh, you yeah. could totally put miss marvel in there and and have her you know of course she's gonna have her own fill and then you can introduce have her captain marvel and have a right Ms. once marvel. once we do captain marvel then the next phase you get a miss marvel 
Spider-Man, like make him an Avenger. Like it's it, it could absolutely happen now. They've talked about that. Right. Obviously, these two films are not the only one. You could make Spider-Man. He is an Avenger. He'll probably be an Avenger by the end of this one, I imagine. Sure. Um, you know, it's it's now they're getting into the point where now they can enter. They can take out the big three. You know what I mean? Or they can have someone else take over the mantles. And I assume that's what's going to happen. I hope that's what happens. I, I I honestly don't want another Iron Man movie. Um, I don't want another Thor after the third one. I want. I can't wait for Black Panther. You know, Guardians of the Galaxy was so new and different. Um, you know, that that, that Ant Man. Like, I want more stuff like that. Yeah. Um, where it's new franchises, it's new characters, and we don't need three of each or anything like that. But Guardians could probably get three. Um, but you know, we don't need an Ant Man three. I I can see. I think they're gonna do it too. But. I want to see other things. I want to see other characters. Right. Um, and and as long as the sequels evolve, like because right. the second one is going to be is, is actually going to be called Ant-Man and the Wasp. Right. Like, right. It's, it's going to move forward. Captain. Well, it's like what Captain America did. When oh, they Captain came... America is the best example of yes. three movies in the same franchise being completely different. Yes. Uh, well, I, I don't know about the third one, but the, the you know the first one is a period piece. The second one is a conspiracy thing, and the third one seems more like a big epic. Right. Um, uh, and from what I understand, it's half Avengers, like Avengers kind of movie. It's very clearly half Avengers and half smaller sequel to what happened in the events of Captain America two, and it's a beautiful meld of them and. That, that, that's all I needed to know, and that's perfect. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I expected, honestly. <laughs> um, yeah, so where were we? Uh, go ahead and take the next one here. I, place. Yeah, um, well, we're talking about Marvel movies. Uh, John Favreau is going to come back to executive produce uh, uh, the uh, Infinity War. Oh, okay. That's right. That's I. I saw that news. Yeah. Yeah. That. Uh. What do you think about that? I. I need somebody to explain to me the role, like the difference between producer and executive producer. Those are um, those are things that like I was never sure exactly what they do. Well, executive producer is a lot less work, from right. what I understand. <laughs> uh, Stan Lee is an executive producer. Right. It's 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 more of a and it's it's Some, almost sometimes it's honorary. Right. Sometimes it's more. Um, see, I, see. For example, I know J.J. Abrams is a producer. He's not an executive producer for the next few Star Wars movies. He's heavily in, involved in it, but not to the point of like a director or writer or something right. like that. Um, executive producer. It can mean a lot of things. Honestly, it, they might just be consulting him, and they're like, "Hey, we're going to make you an executive producer." Right. Because um, yeah, I, it, they lost their Whedon, you know. Well, um, and did you did you see they they talked to to Joss about about what happened with with age of ultron and he was he was kind of very cool about it he was like you know it was like he came out of it he's like he felt so beaten up by the process in his words but he wasn't blaming marvel or disney or anything he said it was just it wasn't exactly his kind of fit like right. Got, well, I it, mean, let's be, let's be fair. The part that he did not want it added into the film, they added it, and it was the worst, most forgettable part of the movie. Yeah. And so you can t- – hearing the behind-the-scenes stuff like that, you're like, that makes so much sense. Sure. Why that didn't work um, and, because and it, it wasn't the original vision. Right. And it can – oh, really? <laughs> really? Damn I didn't it. mean to do that, but oh, I, sure. I, once I heard it, I go, ha-ha, in my head. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a kind of pun that leaves you Thor. But we yeah, had – <laughs> it it also kind of explains why everything with Edgar Wright fell through. Yeah. You know, just this idea of, and some people may say, oh, well, it's the machine at work. And I think, no, it's just, it's just a clash. It's right. just sometimes visions clash and things don't work. And that's how you separate professionals from schmucks 
is how they respond to it. They may they may have terrible, awful, disgruntled, disgusting feelings at everybody, but they leave the doors open. They say, hey, you know what? It didn't work. Not not point fingers. It just, you know, sometimes they don't work. Right. But that's, you know, and I mean, and to hear Joss come out of it and say, you know, it, it kind of started to get away from me and, and he wasn't in a place where he, he, he could really pull back on it. And it just, it was one of the, it was another one of those deals. Yeah. But I mean, that's, you know, sometimes that's how it goes. So you got to just kind of, you can pick up and move on and maybe somewhere down the road, things get better. Absolutely. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We'll get back and I promise we'll finish the movie news. Um, <laughs> but again, you listen to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM scene in a minute. <laughs> Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and uh, we got some more movie news. <laughs> we um, we You're got uh, yep, we got some Justice League news. Um, Hollywood Reporter says William Defoe is, will play a good guy in the upcoming film. Who do you think he's going to play? Uh, I, the the rumor that I liked was the High Father, who's, oh, okay. who's the uh, for anybody that doesn't know, he's like the good planet version of Darkseid, and I I like that idea. Yeah, I don't know much about that. I, I, oh man, I loved the idea, and I know this is not going to be it. Absolutely not going to be it. Uh, but with that going. picture of him going around as the Joker before, yeah. and I thought, oh, what if he was the real Joker? Because of course they got to cast the real one. If we find out this Jason was Jason Todd in the Suicide Squad, and of course that would make them go, he's going to play a good guy, just like Chris and uh, uh, just like Cumberbatch was playing, you know, he was he wasn't con. <laughs> right, he he was playing John, whatever his name was. Shut up, don't lie to w- us. <laughs> when did it? When does a studio ever come out and go, oh, he's playing a good guy? Put that in the note. Put right. it. Put that in the press release. <laughs> right. We can't let them think he's playing a come on. I don't know. Uh, it, it, long shot. Long shot. Probably never gonna happen. But that would be crazy. <laughs> yeah, and and that I mean, would be crazy. That, that would be, and it's almost too perfect. It is. When people are like, that is absurd. That is the most ridiculous. I'm like, is it really, though? Because <laughs> have you I can't seen tell him? You... Right. I can't tell you how many people have said that's brilliant. Yeah. And, there, and, and here's why. There's nothing that could prove that that is 100 percent false because we don't know. We haven't seen Suicide Squad. And guess what? We learned much about the Joker and, and, and Robin. Uh, in the trailer for Batman Superman than we learned in the movie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't anything that we learned about it. So there's nothing that says it couldn't happen. So I don't know. That's my long shot theory. I don't I, know who he would play. I guess she said the high father. I don't know much about him. So he was like, cause there's apocalypse and then there's, I forget the name of the other planet. That's okay. like, it's, it's like the heaven, it's, it's like the heaven and hell sort of balance. Apocalypse is hell and this other planet is heaven. Uh, and it's the high father is the guy that rules this planet. If I'm, I think I've got my new gods mythology right. <laughs> yeah, I, I do not know. Yeah. I, I, I've been reading a lot of DC though, so um, yeah, I'll get into some of that. We got some other Warner Brother news. Um, studio announces new animated Scooby Doo movie titled SCOOB as a door to the Hanna Barbera shared universe. They're they're saying, hey, we're gonna have like a Transformers universe over here, and we've got DC and Marvel. What else do we have that we could use? Uh, well, we've got all the old Hanna Barbera cartoons. Perfect. Yep. <laughs> so uh, they're gonna and, get them all together. And nobody knows what the acronym stands for. So you know, feel free to tweet your suggestions. Oh. Right. Because it is an acronym. Secret. It's S C O O B. I don't like. I uh, secret oh club of obvious best friend. No, besties. <laughs> I don't know. God, I, oh, the thing. The the the. The problem with that is it wouldn't surprise me. 
Right? Secret Club of Obvious Besties. Oh, <laughs> there we go. I, I, I have a problem with your acronym. Of is never one of the... Li- it's like and. Well, uh-huh. I don't know. You got me. <laughs> like we I've got, got a better the- idea. <laughs> yeah. I, I have no idea. I, oh. That was my best guess. Um, we got some Spider-Man news. Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, Michael Keaton in talks to play the Vulture. Come on. Birdman. He's going to be a Birdman. <laughs> Straight up the Vulture, yeah. Um, oh. Tony Rev- – Re- how do you pronounce last name? Revelori. Revelori and uh, Laura uh, Harrier cast as P- Peter's classmates. Yeah, they say uh, Revelori is going to be is going to play his high school nemesis. So I, oh, okay. I it'll be interesting because he was the the lobby boy in uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. So his nemesis. So he can't. He's not that big. He's not like a big buff guy, right? He's not like Flash Thompson. No, no. He's he's he would be more of like an like intellectual. an intellectual. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that's cool. I'm d- I'm down with that. I dig that. Um, yeah, dude, I'm I'm totally in. Um, and that's another cast. I forgot who the other girl was. It's pretty diverse. I uh, like Zendaya, that. Zendaya, Zendaya, something. Right, right. I, I like that. Um, and they said but, she was gonna play the. They they were talking about she was gonna be like the female lead, like the co-star love interest kind of deal. Love interest, right? Cool. So I'm like, right. have they like? Is that Mary Jane or like have we have we actually evolved that far where that's where that's something they could do like could it could be i, I mean she she has that you know what is it the red hair uh the i don't know i i don't know how people would take to that when it's like there's I, I too many ca- other characters to i don't know i i'm in that I, I guess i'm still in that that thing of like you you could just create a new character yeah i i have no right. problem with that either <laughs> you, you know or you don't i don't know um but anyway so spider-man Homecoming th- apparently um this Peter is the best. That's what I've been hearing from a lot of, uh, that, that Holland is really good. I don't know. He's going to have to work hard to top Garfield. I, oh, yeah. I really loved thought. him. Yeah. Uh, the, the Jeremy Johns or Jeremy, the, the, the guy who does reviews on YouTube, okay. huge guy. Um, um, he, that's basically what he said. He, he had a non-spoiler review, completely non-spoiler. And he was just like, that's it. That's the Peter Parker that he's, he, he I love Andrew Garfield, but that's the guy. And I was like, all right, well, hopefully he can live up to it. Right. Um, but but yeah, man, I'm I'm totally in. Uh, uh, this is gonna be the first time we really get like a kid Peter Parker, where he's like a straight up teenager and not you know. Right, because I mean, even uh, well, I don't know though. Andrew Garfield, like they, the one thing that I really loved about the Amazing Spider-Man was he and Emma in that one That's hallway strange. scene. That's that was true. that was perfect teenage awkwardness. I don't think I've ever seen that captured so spot on ever. That's film. true. It's it's their chemistry that yeah. really sold that. Um, absolutely, I completely agree. Uh, we got some Peter Dragon news. Uh, first image was released for upcoming live action reboot. Uh, showcases the giant furry dragon. Ooh, I didn't see this. Yeah, they're doing a yeah the 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 live action Pete's dragon. It's like, hey, look, it's the thing from the Good Dinosaur, except it's got fur. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, man. It's like it's it's like somebody said, hey, we need to take Sully from Monsters Inc. and turn him into a dragon. Like. <laughs> gotcha. Yes, but you know, oh, okay. okay, cool. They're gonna do that. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, he's like hiding behind a tree. Yeah. <laughs> to 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 great success. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. We got Peter Pan. Disney announces plans for a live action Peter Pan film to be directed by David Lory. Uh, upcoming uh, Pete Dragon. Pete Dragon's remake. Yeah. Um. Okay. Here, and and here we are. You know, this is what's next. <laughs> Exactly. We got Deadpool sequel confirmed by Fox, much to nobody's surprise. Right. Course. Like we all knew this was coming. This was just inevitable. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I love this. Because I, yeah. I editorialize sometimes when I write the notes. Uh, so I had to do it this way. Uh, James Cameron loses his mind, uh, <laughs> says that the Avatar sequels, there are going to be four of them now, and they're going to be in 2018, 2020, 2022, and 2023 because people still remember Avatar. Yeah, this it was is... a great idea. It was fresh. It was new. It was original. It, had, it took a lot from a lot of other stories, but let's make one at a time. Let's do two at a time. This is not – it's not Star Wars level. And, and I'm sorry, um, wasn't Avatar eight years ago now? Yeah, it's been a while. Um, like like seven or eight years? It was what, 2008, 2009, somewhere around there? So what happens when the next one, if it bombs? What happens if they're like, oh, you know that huge thing that made it crazy because it was that new 3D, you know, and that 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 the highest grossing film ever. Like, right, right. But that allure is gone now, though. Right, and that's it's and like it's, you you had you had lightning in a bottle. Hopefully, it can. You know, I hope it does great. I hope it's amazing. I hope it's just like the last one because I loved the last one. Um, I'm just worried if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing. It's been that it, it's not just that it's been so long. It's that they have been working on this for so long. Oh, okay. And it's going to be another two years before it's done. Like this is, they announced like, oh yeah, we're going to do two more and they're going to come out in like 2012. It's like they're making Final Fantasy or something. I, oh, except they're not <laughs> starting over. They're like, no, no, we're going to hold the original vision and and it's going to be great because it's going to be the same ideas we had 10 years ago. No, no, no. Yep. No. Um, but we got we got some uh, first images of Elizabeth Banks as uh, Rapunzel. How do you pronounce it? Rita Rapunzel? Repulsa. Repulsa, Jesus Christ. Yeah, for Power Rangers. I, <laughs> Man, I don't yeah. know how I... But like, okay, they're definitely going in their own direction. You couldn't get worse than the original, so I, I liked what the, I liked the way she looked. Um, yeah, what, what are they going to do? Put cones on her boobs and have this weird... No, 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 no. She, I think she looks just fine. Um, she looks like a Power Rangers bad guy. That's, she, to me, all she needed. There was... I like the green, because I like that, that that maybe implies that the Green Ranger... And uh, right, it does imply more of a connection. There is a very reptilian look to this outfit too. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. it makes sense. I, I like it. I, I really do because the original was pretty hokey. It was pretty weird. Well, but I mean, it was the '90s, and it was supposed to be too. Oh, it, it, it makes sense for then, of course. I totally agree. Makes sure, sense. but it, I get you. I get you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the Power Rangers costumes. I think they're going to be a lot more similar than how this was unfamiliar. <laughs> I don't know. Does that make sense? I think the the costumes of the Power Rangers are going to be very similar to the originals. Where this, it makes sense where you make this different. Sure. I mean, there's not a tremendous amount of reason to change the costumes. Right. Like they right. weren't like those would work. They I mean, look you know, cool. they, yeah. I mean, you know, they'll streamline them some. But I, I think mean, they were the best looking out of all the Power Rangers costumes that they did. They were the only ones that like, oh, that looks awesome. The dinosaur or you know mass the other ones looked weird to me where they were like a star and three dots or a, yeah once uh, it, yeah uh, once, a car like a race one was like a, a race <laughs> car face i was like what are you doing no get out of here um yeah i i definitely love the original power rangers that makes sense yeah um you, they even got weird in the movies where like they had like the ninja costumes i was like i don't know about that yeah oh well you know a big monkey one of them was a monkey one of those they're all animals i don't mm. know anyway uh, so let's jump around. Well, no, let's take this one right before break. Killing Joke, rated R. It's official. What do you think? I okay, cool. I'm in. Yeah. Um, I'm not surprised. Uh, it it means they're they're gonna get as close to going there as they can get. 
Yep, absolutely. And real fast before we take a break, Zombie Land 2. Sony official uh, officially announced the sequel in 2009, Zomcom. So we're getting that. I sure because Jesse Eisenberg really needs the money. I guess it's not like he's working on two big franchises at the same time or anything. Right, exactly. Well, I don't know. I, <laughs> no, I'm just look, kidding. I, I hope he's know, not in. The I, next. Right. But anyway, so we'll t- we're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. We'll promise you we'll get through some movie news, um, and we'll see you guys in a minute. Again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. See you in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and I promise you we'll get through some movie news. <laughs> just a little <laughs> bit more to go, <laughs> and uh, we got some got some odd news. Um, and there's just a big theme today, right. <laughs> but uh, we got some Jumanji news because uh, that's gonna come back, uh, right? I look. This was the thing I was on board with everybody else on the planet when we all said no, don't do this. But given that they're going in what is apparently a very different direction here, I don't know. I might go see this. Yeah, uh, The Rock and Kevin Hart reportedly in talks to co-star <laughs> in upcoming remake. They're, I'm telling you, their chemistry in Central Intelligence must be amazing. It must be. Their trailer looks fantastic with them two together. It's it's uh, just, it's great, isn't it? Yeah, it's that odd couple mentality, and I, I love it. I absolutely love it. So um, I'm in for it. I like both. I like both actors, you know, in the things they do, and them together. I can imagine it's gold. And, and I love that The Rock is so goofy. Like, yeah. he's just grabbed this and run with it, and Kevin being this straight man. Like, when he's stuck in the mail cart in the office, I love that. All right, so I got a plan. It'll probably get us both killed, but if it works, <laughs> it's going to make a hell of a story. And Kevin just looks up at him and just, no! Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm all right with that. I'll, I'll do that. I don't know. This could be interesting. I think it really could be. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> why not? Um, we got uh, some new Mutants news. Um, writer John Boone. Uh, Josh. Insta- Josh. Oh, yeah. Josh Boone. Instagrams. It's late here. Instagram's cover <laughs> of second draft of film. Uh, uh, script he co-wrote with, uh, was it Kate Lane? Nate Nate Lee. Nate Lee. Why did I say hold on? I the, the, copy the, and pasted hold on, no no no. I, I put two <laughs> things together. Sorry, the notes for Jurassic World's mixed into it. Ah. Sorry. Yep. That's my fault. Uh, <laughs> but uh you said Nate Lee? Yeah. That makes sense. There's two E's right there. Okay, cool. Yeah, so um <laughs> yeah, so new mutants, huh? Yeah, so they're still kicking that idea around. Yeah, no, I mean, that's absolutely going to happen. I don't know why not. That's kind of the next. It makes sense. But then it's going to be weird because our characters are young right now. Right, except so, the world is ending. So, But they need to be much older for the New Mutants to come into play. It would make sense if the New Mutants came into play if we were still talking about the original X-Men characters from the movies. From You know what I mean? Like, right. It seems like we're, we're the next – we're in the 70s. No, we're in the, what, 80s now? 90s maybe like no we're, we're in the 80s for um for are we in the 80s apoc- for apocalypse right right we're in the 80s for apocalypse they're just in their teens they're gonna be in their 20s in the 90s so i guess they could be old enough for a first class of like new mutants um yeah, uh, uh, rumor is too that the next one's gonna be the dark phoenix saga uh, okay. i saw that in a bunch of sites and i heard some of that at the comic shop um that yeah apparently the next uh, that they're talking about they're going to do the Dark Phoenix saga and they're going to apparently hint at it in this one which would make sense I mean right, sure. because Apocalypse who could take them on if Jean Grey gets fucking crazy in this one <laughs> you know she could she could totally uh, I see that being like their secret weapon like someone make Jean like bite her thumb or something <laughs> go crazy um, 
I got sidetracked there. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So yeah, there we go. New mutants. Um, yeah. cool, cool. We got uh, some Jurassic World news. Um, Universal announces J. A. Bonia. Bayona. Bayona. Yeah, there you go. As director for the sequel uh, to the, the massively successful franchise, um, relaunch. Um, I saw that uh, Jurassic, the Jurassic World, the uh, the one that came out. Uh, last year is going to be on HBO this weekend, starting this weekend, along with um, Game of Thrones and all the other shows coming back. Really? Yep. I just uh, resubbed or whatever for um, Game of Thrones. Is it out this weekend? Uh, yeah, Sunday. Yeah. So uh, I was I was thinking, wait a second, you get like a I got like a month free or something and some crazy, I don't know. Anyway, so oh yeah, by the way, if you if you don't have HBO now. Um, I think it's called HBO now. Yeah, HBO now. Yeah. Uh, you get a free month for a trial, so you just got to sign up through uh, iTunes or whatever your thing is, and you get a free month. So you get the first four episodes of Game of Thrones for free. Can, can you do it? Uh, can you do it through browser now? I don't know. I See, probably. That's, that's what. That's why. Like, I wanted to jump on this first thing, but they're like, it's only available for iDevices. And I was like, well, crap. I think you can now because that was last year when they started. It. Right. That's and I just haven't kept up with it. So I mean, uh, I don't yeah, know. I'm pretty sure you can do it now. I think it started out on iOS first. Uh, right. Kind of like you know, first on Xbox, and then three months later, it's on PlayStation or whatever. Sure. Um, yeah, I think you can do it on browser as well now. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, we got some Naisimi news. Um, Naisimi three, third film uh, confirmed before second film released. John Chu uh, returning to direct. Yeah. What do you think about that? I okay, sure, why not? Yeah. <laughs> I I enjoyed the first one. I know some people got really mad about the the way that the first one ended. Like they they found it so completely unbelievable, and I'm like, wait a minute, a movie about about magic is completely believable, but that particular plot twist is unbelievable. Really? I, I honestly forgot. I know it. I don't know. It had uh, Bruce Banner. Um, yeah. Something, I don't know. I got to rewatch that. I completely forgot the end of it. Um, did you see the new Warcraft trailer? I did. It's uh, okay. It's going to be Warcrafty. <laughs> yeah. It looks way more Warcrafty in this one. It was all of some of the locations. I can't name off the top of my tongue, but I recognized them when I saw them. I was like, <gasps> They're doing that. Yeah. <laughs> they got me excited. Um, but yeah, uh, I saw also some stills. I don't know if you saw it, um, but uh, Magnificent Seven, Denzel Washington. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, they came out from a USA Today. That's right. Yep, yep. Yeah, I saw that. It looked pretty cool. I don't know anything about the movie, though. Well, it's, uh, a, it's a remake, isn't it? Magnificent Seven. Yeah. Magnificent Seven, Ridiculous Six. The, the Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight. Yeah, it seems like there's a – is this like a – the mag wasn't the Magnificent Seven was the the original one of these. That's where all the other titles came from. You're right, 1960s. That's why I never yeah, saw. It, I guess. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I've never seen that. Um, that makes sense. Western. There we go. Um, cool. So we got some TV news. Let's jump into that. Um, you go ahead and take it. Yeah, uh, American Gods has added Crispin Glover and Jonathan Tucker to the cast. Uh, Crispin Glover will play Mister World. And Jonathan Tucker will play uh, Loki Lysmith. That's awesome. Which is f really interesting news for anybody who's read the book. Mm -hmm. It's 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 kind of you're looking at this and you're going, ah, sure, I see that. That works. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love Christmas. The Christmas Christmas Glover one. That's that's such a great casting choice. He's, um, he's he's just weird enough to make this work. 
Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, we got Jessica Stroop from the following cast and Netflix series um, as Joy uh, Meckham in uh, Iron Fist. Yeah, Joy Meacham. Yeah, she's going to be uh, what's-his-name's sister. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Um, did you see the stills from it? No, we have Iron Fist stills? Yeah, he's like barefoot in New York City. There's a surprise. Uh, yeah, just look up uh, Iron Fist News, I guess, under News and Google, and you'll see. Um, yeah, he's like he's got like an iPod. He's barefoot. I don't know if he's homeless, but you could tell he's distraught. <laughs> um, yeah, they'll do like uh, Iron Fist photos or whatnot. Um, okay. Yeah, it looks it looks cool. Um, yeah, he just he straight up looks homeless. Um, <laughs> are you looking at it? Uh, no, no, I hadn't found him yet. Oh, okay. Uh, the Defenders, uh, Daredevil showrunners Douglas uh, Petrie and uh, Marco Ramirez uh, to serve in showrunners for upcoming crossover Netflix series. So basically the guys that are showrunning Daredevil is going to be doing the Defenders, which makes sense because Daredevil's – it is so far the biggest one they have on Netflix. Um, so I don't know. We still, we still haven't seen, of course, Iron Fist or uh... – uh, Power Man, not Power Man, um, Luke Cage. Yeah, Luke, uh, it, at least in terms of his own series. Right, exactly. So it makes sense they would get the, the Daredevil guys to do it. Um, uh, Go ahead and take the next one here. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I thought this was kind of interesting. Um, Neil Gaiman is going to adapt a book that he did with uh, Terry Pratchett. Uh, they co-wrote a book called Good Omens. Uh, and there was a whole thing about he wasn't going to do anything with it uh, uh, because, uh, he and Pratchett worked like this was both of them together. And mm. once, and when Terry passed, he was like, well, that's, you know, I'm not going to do anything with it. Uh, and he, and they, and he got a letter from Terry, uh, one of these in case of my demise letters. Oh, wow. A and it was do something with this. Oh, and wow. it was great because the, the quote from Neil is that he read the note and he said, I think my initial reaction was, all right, you bastard, fine. <laughs> and <laughs> so funny. he's, he's going to do he's going to turn it into a six episode like miniseries. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I've never never read it before. Interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, Fear the Walking Dead. AMC renewed it. I still haven't seen the any of the second season. I know. You know what? I haven't either. We got uh, like to, to, yeah, I meant to. They're two in. I meant to do that today, but I had, we had, I, I had change counting madness. So, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, no, I wait. What? I yeah, we could. I, I I save all my change and we put it in a big giant jug, and I I haven't we haven't counted it in like two years. Oh wow! So that was what I did. I spent like three hours counting change. Today. Oh wow, nice! That's, that's I need to start doing that. I really do need like a big judge jug where I put all my change. Yeah. Oh, he's ha um, he's hacky sacking, dude. That's what he's doing here. Is he hacky sacking? Yeah, that's not that's not homeless. That's just hippie. He's in the middle of the city with no shoes on. Dude, this and... is New York. That's nothing. I don't. Is the, where's their hacky sack? He's, he looks you like can... he's got a, a. He looks like he's listening to. Uh, I don't know. Right. He looks like could... he could be in San Francisco, I guess. <laughs> All right, but you can tell the way he's bouncing and looking up, like the way the knees lifted, and he's got the heel up and what. Yeah, he's hacky sagging. I guess he looks like a hippie. That's for sure. <laughs> Homeless person, hippie, same thing. Oh, boo. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, no, I I thought it looked interesting. Um, but yeah, so uh. 
what's this castle news? Yeah. Um. So, uh, Stana Kadic, who plays, uh, who plays Detective Beckett, uh, is not coming back for season nine. Is that the, the big girl? Yeah. So, wow. like, what's the point in having the show anymore? And and I don't mean that. Like, I know that sounds kind of flippant. It's like, oh, a major character's leaving. No, that's that's the only reason Castle works at the precinct. Right. Like that's that's it. So where like how do they move forward now? Right. It's gonna be one of those weird things where like she's gone, but we try to move on with the show. And right. It's like it, okay, it, well it's we weird. Yeah. It's like well, you know, we have here's here's a show that's primarily focused around these two people, um, and everything about these two people, and the only thing keeping either one of them in this in in this place is each other so we're gonna get rid of one and see what happens it doesn't like it it all falls apart it's like if they took dharma out of dharma and greg exactly exactly (laughs) no that's that's perfect i was actually looking for joking around it was a perfect example to use yeah yeah it wouldn't work it wouldn't work as a show no because then greg doesn't get into any crazy hijinks he he doesn't grow as a person he just goes to his office and he does what his family wants and becomes a horrible drone of a human being so there's exactly. like there's no there's no point to it anymore. Yep, exactly. Well, <laughs> we are out of some TV news and we're going to now get into some video game news um, and the big one right off the top. Um, OK, so uh, the guys over at Giant Bomb, um, I think it was Austin Walker, um, uh, got got a hold of official documents um, uh, uh, from developers uh, about PlayStation 4K, PlayStation 4K 4.5, aka Neo, um, codename Neo. Um, it has basically, it is an upgraded PlayStation 4 that can run um, 4K movies. Um, it's got a uh, better CPU. I think it's like twice. The, it's 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 really powerful. Um, the GPU as well. It's I think twice as well. So basically it's like double the GPU, double the CPU, just to put it in like just simple terms. Um, uh, the memory is a little bit better too, um, but not, not, not a big difference. Um, basically so that the games will run better, look better on the 4k. Um, you'll, but the, here, here's the thing. And this is where, this is, uh, where they kind of get into the meat of it is that, uh, basically Sony came out and, and is saying, any game, there will be no game that will be only for the 4K. Every game that comes out from now on will be on both devices. Um, there cannot be any separation of the community. So uh, when you go and play online, you're not going to be put in the 4K queue. You're going to be put in the regular queue. It, that's not going not what's going to happen. They want to keep the uh, base the same. They want to keep players playing together. They want this to be part of the same generation. This is just going to be the PlayStation that does everything better, basically. <laughs> um, and the, and um, start in every game um, uh, in, since from October forward will have uh, have both SKUs, basically, where it can be played on regular and it can also be played on Neo. Um, what do you think of it, man? So for all intents and purposes, it's a slim. Now, Not I don't mean I don't mean hardware wise. But I mean, from a not at all. From, it's, it's not a slim, right? It, right? 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 Slim but is well, a completely. Well, see, hang, and hang we've on, talked about on. this before. The I, the slim is 
the same thing in a different box. Right, but hang on, let me let me let me explain what I mean. I know like hardware-wise it's all different and everything. I just mean in terms of playing games. No, because this is going to be where you know, the game looks better and runs better on the PlayStation 4K. But but it's not the next. It's it's like you said, like it's not going to be like oh well, you can't play PlayStation 4K games on a you'll, PlayStation 4. You'll still be able to play PlayStation 4 games on the older PlayStation 4. Right. But right, when I they under- show the advertising for the game when they develop the game. They'll be have, they'll first of all now. <laughs> apparently, this is a huge problem with the developers. They not only have to make the game for the Xbox, the PlayStation 4, and now the PlayStation 4K. Um, and yes, you can still play the game on the old the old model, which almost certainly is going out the window. Wait, There's wait, no wait. reason so, to make it anymore. So hang on. There's going to be – wait. All right. So now I'm – what? You're going to yeah. have – Why so, would you so – like, it's uh, going to be panned out. Well, no, no. I'm 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 still stuck on like the like Destiny Two is gonna have a PlayStation Four and a PlayStation Four K version. Right. Well, no. It's yeah. It's they have to dev for both of them. They have to. Wow, make the, that's stupid. Yeah. Well, they have to. They have to make sure that the game runs on oh. both of them. It, it's it's kind of how a PC works, where you know the game runs better if you have the NVIDIA, but it runs. They have to make sure it runs smooth on both of them, right. um, and oh. one of them is going to run way better than the other one, and that—that's where it, it's all. We'll all see, you know. I, you know, I, I, I'm. I think I'm way more cynical about it than you are. I'm if, probably, well, I'm probably oh, wrong. No, I'm because I'm going to drop this one. If this is actually what's going to happen, then you can just forget all the goodwill I heaped on Sony earlier. <laughs> this is this is honestly wow. the new 3ds. The only difference is with the new 3ds, they actually came out and said we're making some games only for the new 3ds. Well, for it's, example, it's the, the difference new... between the DS and the 3ds. No, 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 no. Okay. No, no, no. It's the difference between the new 3ds and the old 3ds. So, for example, the only the only difference between that comparison and this comparison is in that comparison there are some games you can only play on the new 3DS. So, for right. example, the old 3DS and the new 3DS can both play 3DS games. Right. The, the new, the new um, Zelda game that came out, right? Right. The Hyrule Warriors, they actually have two reviews on it on every site because the one that plays on the 3DS is shit. The frame rate is horrible. It lags. It can't. It's not powerful. But when you play it on the new 3DS... It is worlds better, oh, and boy. and that's what that's what people are afraid of with this because that is what's going to happen. They're 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 basically and if it's going to be weird because now you're telling a developer either hold back. What what's the point? Of, and that's what the, right. this is where it really gets to. What is the point of all this? You're ahead of the race, way ahead of Nintendo, way ahead of Xbox. You could have just announced a new system in two years and said 2018 PlayStation V, PlayStation Five. Bam! Here you go. And they would have. would be happy. No, no, they wouldn't have. They would have burned Sony to the ground, and I would have headed the mob. No, 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 no. That that five years is is to me more than enough time. No, no. For, seven. for a new console. Seven tops. Seven, no, see, seven at think... the minimum. No, I don't. No, five years is not enough. Be, come on, it would be no. way behind PC. It would. No. It would. Be I don't job. care. I don't care. Screw PC. I don't care about PC. It would be like playing a Nintendo 64. on. They, they would have to do it in, in 2018, 2019. Um, I, I, our ga- let me ask it this way. 
Which are games developed for first, console it, or PC? Oh, PC. No, they're developed for then. Then well, why no, is it... they they dumb themselves down for console? If that's what you mean, they no, have I... to spec it for for console. But I mean, then there's come... way more games on PC. But I, how I come... guess I didn't understand your question. How come it takes so long? Why does the console version come out first and so far ahead of the PC version? Oh, okay, I get what you're saying. Well, yeah, there's so many more. Uh, there, there's so many more variables, and I don't know the ins and outs of of uh, making a game. Um, I I just know that that we live in a day and age where technology turns around so fast. So, so the idea of buying a, a system, when did the PlayStation four originally come out three years ago? Maybe. Right. So 2018 would be a five or 19, a five or six year life cycle. To me, that is more than enough because no. PC is going to be so much further ahead at that point. They are already, they are already a generation ahead at this point. Right. And, but, and, but look at the average consumer. Let's let's step out of our bubble for a minute. These are things that will absolutely matter to to the gaming community. Well, PC I, gaming is the biggest community there is. There's I more agree. PC gamers than there is console. Right, but far. look, but 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 take a step back at the bigger numbers, and and let's see, you know, just how inflated are those PC numbers really? Because active the active users who play league of legends and games like that completely destroy people who play i don't know destiny right but it's, how, it's not even close there's right. more pc gamers in the world than there ever was for console fair enough but but let's look at i at, think console is easy it's more casual it's right more, and, more, and it, I th every day you know it, it, it there's a much broader um and there we have it that's right, exactly right. And, what I was looking for. And, and the, there is something to I, I totally agree with what you're saying. I and I'm on I'm on your side. I think there is something to, uh, and that's kind of where Sony is screwing up here. I think is because when you buy a PlayStation, you think I got seven to ten years and I don't have to worry about a thing except software. Exactly. And now they're saying, oh wait a second, you don't have to worry about anything. Here's this other thing though that's going to do everything yours can do better it's going to and that's that's the that's where the huge difference is to me where it comes where it's not just a slim it's like no that is a better system right if, if, if you were to tell a child you know do you want the system that looks like this and you show them comparisons that's another thing how are they going to do this how are they going to market this oh here's a game on regular ps4 uh, and here's a game on 4k they're not going to do that no. <laughs> that would be insane if they did that because that's like it's like saying well screw you people who, who bought early exactly. and that's where i really think they're that's where the big problem is here because this was just unnecessary um this they they're, they have no reason to do this because they are outselling everybody. I get if Microsoft did this to get ahead of the curve. If they were like, let's put out a machine that does 4K, it's better graphics this... than PlayStation 4, let's turn it around. That makes sense. But PlayStation's so far ahead, it's like it, – it, it's to me, it's not comparable to like let's say a phone. Right. Uh, you, people go get a phone every two years. But at the same time, a phone does a million other things besides right. – what a PlayStation mainly just plays games and does entertainment, uh, you know, movies or whatever. Well, but now you've got TV too. Like, yeah, they, well, okay. PlayStation, you know, for all of Microsoft's talk of the Xbox One becoming the box, it still doesn't do straight cable. You still have to get that from somebody else. But did they? Did they have to burn their? Uh, their fans, their I, early oh, no. adopters, the people who went out and did this for the people who might want a 4K TV in the next two years. Right. 
Because I'm tr- I'm trying to play devil advocate here. I, I oh, get no, no. I, uh, 10 tr- years. Realistically, it's going to be 2018, 2019. That's what most people are saying the five is going to come out in. Mm. Um, I would be much happier with them doing that than doing a new model now. Right. I And look, here's here's the thing. How many people are actually in the market for a 4K TV? In, well, in, in it's, all... it's like 3D right now. So basically, right. it's it's if you're out in the market for a new TV, you might as well get a 4K because it's not much more expensive than something that's not a 4K. I, you're talking wow, $100 or $200 difference. Yeah, and that could be – like I'm still – I'm on a 15-inch HDTV that I got for free for helping somebody move. I don't like, know. I, I, I most people, most of my friends who've went out and bought a TV recently, I can think three off the top of my head. They didn't know what 4K was, and they came home with a 4K TV because uh, those that it's t- right now. It's what 3D was a few years ago. It's like, well, you, here are all the bit, here are all the models. Your Samsung, your LG, or whatever, uh, in in the normal price range, almost all of them are 4K. It's come down in price because I think th- I saw one at Walmart the other day for four hundred dollars. A 4K TV. Yeah, it was four or five hundred bucks, and you know it's it's not I and that's what I thought. I thought, wait a second, I thought they were two grand. Nope, they're less than a thousand. Maybe if it was a Westinghouse, it might it might have been a cheaper brand. It might have been one where you have to like plug in a you know four K whatever. But right. it, to me, it, when I looked at the prices, and it was like a hundred dollar difference between the other one, and I, I I totally agree, and I I and I, I I'm really actually on your side with this. I, 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 I understand. I like. I get. Yeah. I just, man, this just seems so ridiculous. It does seem ridiculous because it seems like PlayStation finally found their footing. They finally found where like. And then they shot themselves in it. Right. We're gonna get Uncharted soon. We're gonna get all these great games soon. And you know what? When Christmas comes, and I'm thinking, do I want to buy VR? Do I want to buy NX? Of course, I want to buy those over a new PlayStation Four. I would be out of my fucking mind if i thought that that would be more important yeah, here's, uh here's for a gamer else. and for this for this to be something down the pipeline in the midst of wanting pre-orders for playstation vr i mean look i get it this is a way you know they're gonna bundle this with vr that's it's gonna the be thing. it's gonna that's be an, the thing. yeah it's gonna run better with vr and as much as they <sighs> want to say that vr is gonna run great on their regular playstation 4 i have to believe i i honestly believe that's why we're getting this. That's why yeah. it's coming out. Yeah. I you know, man, you know what? I if if this is what their talk about is at E3, then then they if if they if they come out and they actually talk about the advantages of VR with a 4K, then I may cancel my VR pre-order. Right. And and that's the thing. Apparently the 4K come or the 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 the, the headset comes with uh, a box that uh does that makes it more right there there is i know there is some additional hardware that does come with the vr and so they might they they might say and this is just uh just a a guessing they might say well with the 4k you might not need that oh big whoopie do i'd rather just have a little box right fine that's a big difference i'll 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 accept that here's what sony has to do because 
we're just we're just going off of official documents from a, a, a developer. They need to come out ahead of this, and they need to say because right now I get they that's the thing. They have been ahead every month since they've came out. Maybe one or one or two months they slipped, but I'm pretty sure they have been number one in sales for consoles since they've come out in the PlayStation Four. For pretty yeah, for pretty much all of them. <laughs> it will plummet now because no one in the right mind would go out and buy a PlayStation Four if they don't already have one. Right. Oh, when they the hear that the the 4K is coming out. And how many people? How many people is this going to piss off that bought a PS4? Oh like yeah, and you the, get, they're not going to do any sort of oh if you just bought one we're going to go ahead and I I really don't think they're going to I think the only people that are going to do that are the third party like GameStop I think GameStop will be like if you have a PlayStation Four you can trade it in and get two hundred dollars off uh the the 4K right and for, for, maybe that might be worth it to some people but I, like you dude I work I, I I have I have bills I yeah. have rent I have <laughs> everything I have to pay for and there's probably one thing I'll get at the end of this year and it will either be uh an NX or the VR headset. And, you know, I would rather spend my money on some something like that than an updated 4K, you know, yeah, um, this, PlayStation. No, no, I could understand if they did this as a slim that had some technological improvements that it was just like, oh, hey, by the way, these are going to run a little smoother. Load times will be shorter. Some games might look a little sharper, but it's not a big deal. This has never happened in Sony's history. And this is what I think happened. I think what they did was it's right around time where we usually release our slim model. Basically, all the insides are the same. Some things were a little bit different on the older slim models. They did this for the they did this. They did this for the Vita. They did this for the uh, PSP. They did this for the two, the one, everything. It's always been, um, you know, they take the same innards. They make it a cool sleeker slimmer design and there might be a few different things inside but nothing as drastic as the cpu and the gpu being completely different it's basically times two so that your games are going to run so much smoother you're you're sick you might get 60 frames per second where you're getting 30 on the ps4 yeah. so that's the big difference um we'll, we'll get back we'll talk more about this uh, again you're listening to we geek podcast on the n.fm see you guys all in a minute Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on N.FM, and we were deep into video game news. Um, forgot what I was saying, but yeah, so basically, oh yeah, so you're, you're going to have a game where you get it home, let's say a year or two from now, and you got Uncharted 5, and it's going to be 30 frames per second if you have the PS4, and it's going to be 60 frames per second on the PS4. Uh, 4K, or let's say Destiny 2. So now you got someone running around with 30 frames per second, and someone running around with 60 frames per second. Who do you think's gonna get that headshot in first? I, I just, man, this just gets into all the parts of games I don't care about. Right, exactly, and I, I don't like that. It, if it was just all, it, that's the thing. And I, I honestly believe I would be much more happier if, in two years from now, they said we're gonna have a new model. It's either out this year or next. I'd go, okay, you know what? We got seven years on a four hundred dollar machine. I feel like I got my money's worth. I've loved the PlayStation Four so far. I've made so many friends on it. I played so many amazing games, and now it seems like they're giving us the big middle finger for going, "Hey, guess thanks for jumping on first. Now we're gonna fuck you over because the people that held off, the people that were playing Xbox or PC, we're now gonna th we're now going to give them the same thing you paid for for the same price. The only thing they could do to make this okay with me is if they said, "Okay." If you if you own a PlayStation 4 from this date and and before you get a year's worth of PSN free and okay, we're going to so throw so that's 50 bucks so that's 50 bucks and we're going to throw three AAA titles for free whatever you want store credit I'd go okay 
that's fine. No. I'm good. Because that's, that's what, 200 bucks? No. That's yeah, 200. Uh, see, I would be okay with that. Uh, uh, they need to do they have to do something. Oh, I agree they have, they have to, to do have something. A, an ambassador program or something Nintendo does it. Um Nintendo that's what happened with the 3DS originally. If you remember, it was like 350 bucks. They dropped the price 150 bucks 6 months out. Yeah, and, and they were like it, if it screwed everyone over that yeah. that originally bought it. But if you were one of those people, you know, fl- flash forward 5 years, you can go to E3 for free. Provided you, could, you can provide your own flight and accommodations. Wait, you could go to E3 because you were an you were. That's the, the ambassadors program. That's what they're talking about. Oh wow! Yeah, I, that's I, that's what that thing's about. Yeah, it, that's for Nintendo ambassadors. That's the 3DS ambassadors are part of that program. Oh wow! Then I must have got an email then. Well, you had I, to. Se- I think you had to send them one. Oh, uh, see, I thought it was. It was the know, other I, way around. Well, hold on. I did that when the 3DS came out, um, and I was a part of that ambassador program where I got all these free games. Right. But I, I didn't know it had anything to do with uh, what's going on right now with them sitting out to E3. I couldn't afford to go to E3 right now anyway. Exactly. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's cool. That Well, that's the other thing. I, I thought that was all about the YouTube program. I, I No, I don't think so. Yeah, because my friend does the YouTube program. She... She does it, and uh, all her videos, basically half of what you get from YouTube goes to Nintendo. And so because she does that, she got an email saying, okay, you can go to E3 on us. Okay, well, cool. For the, the thing. So I thought that was cool. Um, nice. Is there, is, should we go more on about the the the, the 4K? I'm just I, – I, I am – How many I'm, more ways can we say this is a sucky idea? It is a sucky idea. And, uh, you know, I hope we're wrong. I hope that – uh, Sony knows what they're doing, and maybe they just are like, "Hey, look, we're selling these things. Might as well make a 4K." I, I, I don't know. I can't think of a good. I can't think of a way my, where this is good. The, my biggest problem is the two different SKUs. Yeah, like I can't. Like SKUs. that's where that's where I get screwed up. That's where it becomes are a pissed, problem. Apparently, yeah. they're they're like, we have to make a game that works on both and and the Xbox now instead of just Xbox and PlayStation. They no, don't have to worry that's... about now. Now it's going to be longer times for us to get a game. And more more cute. Yeah, it's it's more R and D. It's oh, it's it's and that I, I saw it from Colin Moriarty's Twitter. He's like, I talked to the developers. I've talked to whatever, and they're not happy because now games are going to be delayed even more. And every every game you're going to see on the back of it, it's going to say both. You know, uh, and every commercial is going to say play better on the 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 neo or whatever yeah uh Uh, yeah so anyway um nah this is just it's just bad across the board it it really is i thought hey i'll get a vr headset and everyone else has got the regular playstation now some guy's got the 4k and it's just gonna look better and oh shit it it, just gives it feels gross yeah it's like this this is exactly what we didn't want this is the same kind of thing they they clobbered microsoft over what was that two years ago three years ago now like they beat the crap out of them at e3 on points just like this like hey you know what you're trying to trying to to lock out so many people by these crappy business decisions we're not going to do that but with all of this news maybe that's exactly what they're doing i mean that's man it's like if sega had made the 32x mandatory right <laughs> yep. i'm serious like that's, oh yeah no no yep. just, just just no yeah, it's it's gonna be. Hey, 
uh, you know, in the next few years, if you have the regular PlayStation 4, don't expect it to look as good as it does when they show you the commercial or when you see it when they're advertising it because it's probably you're going to get the to me it's, you're going to be able, you're going to be playing the inferior quality version of it and that fucking sucks that's that's almost as like coming out on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 3 I know there's a world of difference between the two systems but that's how some people are going to see it and that's I, that's how it's going to play out yeah yeah Regard- when you're playing 30 yeah. frames per second compared to someone doing 60 Oh, that is just going to be bad. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, um, we got uh, PlayStation VR in-store demos reportedly coming uh, to a significant number of GameStop locations. I hope they do more than what they did with the Vive. <laughs> yeah, because the Vive's coming to 10 stores. It's coming to 10 stores. Luckily, I'm it's one near me. Um, well, you better so. go quick because they end on, what, Saturday? Yeah, they end this weekend, so I'm going to go down there on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it's like a two-hour wait, but I want I want to, I want to try it out. Hey, you know, um, go for it. That's what the line is like at PAX or something, so no biggie. I want to see what it's like. I want to have it on, and the vibe is cool because like, you're in that world. And from what I hear from everyone is you have no idea what it's like until you put it on because everything you feel like you're looking up and you're looking at the thing up above. Where if you're looking at it on a screen, like you know how they've done the demos where you're seeing what they're seeing? And right. it's like that looks kind of weird, but to them they're like, oh my god, I'm in this huge room. Sure, it makes perfect sense if you're actually the one doing it, yeah. Exactly. So I'm like, oh man, that's, I've been wanting this forever, <laughs> you know, so I, I want to check that out. Um, let's see here. Go ahead. What's t- what's the next one here? Yeah, we got, we got a, a string of GameStop news actually to go along with this. Uh, Tony Bartell, who's the chief operating officer said uh, that he was being asked about rumors of like new PS4 models or Xbox One models or the Nintendo NX. And mm-hmm. and what he said was that the launch of of some of these seems imminent mm-hmm. were his were his words. Right. Um, so take that for whatever that's worth. Um, there yeah. there was also another GameStop executive, uh, Mark Stanley, who said, oh, hey, and by the way, GameStop is creating a publishing company called Game Trust, mm-hmm. where we're going to publish video games since mm-hmm. we're slowly phasing out the physical market. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing that they like, he, he went to great lengths to talk about how GameStop is not making games. This is not them saying, oh, we want to get in the business of making games. The developers will will do their thing and they will make the games and then GameStop will just publish them. Mm -hmm. How much of that is crap remains to be seen. Right. Just because, you know, that never happens. Hey, you do your thing and then we'll be the ones to sell it for you. No. Okay, you did your thing. Oh, I don't like this and you should change this and that. That's how that works. Like, yep. Yep. I just I, I don't know. We'll see, I mean we'll see I guess, but I mean that's I I got to be honest. I'm a little surprised it took them this long to get around to that. Right? Yeah, they're 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 realizing that more and more people are going digital and sure. they have to do something. But it's I I think it's interesting that digital hasn't become the only market by now. I actually kind of thought we'd have been there by now, even and with fear. They they don't want to. It's just kind of like the comic book industry. They don't want to screw over the mom and pop shops, which GameStop's not a mom and pop shop, but at the same time, they don't want to screw over the, the brick and mortar store because, you know, no offense to GameStop, but we can go get that at Walmart or, or Target. But then again, you don't want to screw over Walmart or Target either. Right. But here's the thing. My thing with GameStop is pre-orders. You can't digitally buy percentage pre-order you can't do a layaway style pre-order digitally 
You have That's to buy it they out. Can easily change with the patch. Though. I and I agree, but they haven't yet. Right, right. Like that's and until then, I'm I'm staying physical because I mean, just because it's a budgetary thing, I can do you know I can do ten here, I can do fifteen here, I could maybe on a good day I'll do twenty on on something, but but that's the thing. I and some people say, well, why don't you put it away? Well, because you know life happens. Right. That's you know I, I that's and that's why I think a lot of other people do that where they're like, well, if you gave them a choice, if you and I would put this to anybody, if you said, all right, in two months this game comes out. You can't, uh, if, if you're going to pre-order it, you have to pay it all at once. Are you more or less likely to pre-order it? They're going to say less. Mm-hmm. Digital digital or physical. But if you give them the option, you say, okay, this game comes out in two months, you can do pre-orders the way we're used to them, you know, $5, $10, whatever, whenever. How much more likely are you to purchase this game? Those numbers are going to go up. Right. And I think until digital becomes something until it has that same system of right. saying and i thought somebody was working on this i thought microsoft I they well there was that that survey that went out that said how would you feel if we let you uh sell back to us digital purchases at six percent of what you paid for it so you get six bucks for sixty dollars or something um and uh you know it, to me why not you know if, if if i would never do that of course not why, why, why would i ever do that but if someone's like, you know what, I'll never play this game again, and if I can get six dollars for it to an, uh, a purchase for something else, options are good. Options are awesome. You I know, would, that's yes. something that didn't exist before that would exist now. I'd be more, I'd be all on it. Sure. I'd never use it. I'd never in a million years do that. But some people, well, just for whatever reason, don't want it on the hard drive. Well, and it's like trading in games. You know, it. It's you know, you could have games. It's like, hey, I could keep this on the shelf, even though I know. And I did this with, with the Uncharted collection. I went out, I pre-ordered it, I got it, and I played through it, and I loved it. But the thing is, like, all right, I, I got these to play them, I did. I I will probably never play this again, so I'll go get 12 bucks for it. Why not? I just, I'll put that towards something one, else. One other thing, real fast, and I forgot to say before. The next PlayStation, the PlayStation 5, for the love of God, it has to be backwards compatible with these digital games so that I can play all of these games I purchased on it. Yeah, that's. I have a big problem with games that I bought for PS3 that I can't import. We that's a, we live in. That's the thing. We live in such a digital age now. I think they see a lot of people are buying digital. I think if the next one comes out, they have to say, by the way, it's backwards compatible. Bam, you have your entire collection that you just spent all these years buying games on. Yeah. Um, I would be so happy. That would make me absolutely stay with Sony over even thinking about going somewhere else because that's where I have my library now. Yeah. Um, and have it digitally. Holy shit, that's like that's like your it's like iTunes or something like that. It's like no matter what happens to my phone, I still got my library. I can go get a new phone and it's all there. Exactly. Um, yeah. So um, let's see here. We got some more news. Did you see Red Dead Redemption Two uh, image reportedly leaked um, that shows the map of the upcoming game? I okay. Like I saw it. It looked like oh. a map. <laughs> I'm so excited. I can't wait for a new one. I, I, I will. I will. Uh, here's here's an interesting little fact. Mm-hmm. Um, I never played Red Dead Redemption. Oh, really? Yeah. It's good. You definitely got to try that's it. That's what I've heard. And it was so funny because when I went to Full Sail, that was what like the entire gaming department was hanging their hat on. Like, we had so many grads worked on this game. And like, that was the big like they had. I oh, loved cool. at the library at Full Sail. You could check out video games. Oh, that's like awesome. Like, they had video games to rent just like everything else. And they had, you know, they had a couple copies of this and one copy of that and a few copies of this and, like, a shelf of Red Dead Redemption. Oh, wow. That's, yes, that's the, hysterical. I, 
uh, admittedly, I never finished it. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get too far in it, but yeah. I loved the hell out of it. I played hours of it. Um, uh, went my, went to my friend's house. We played hours of it. She, she was completely in love with, uh, that series and it was, it's a really good game. Um, and that kind of style game, I want back. I want to be on a horse, have a gun, Wild Wild West. Like, yes, absolutely. I want a big open world game like that right now. Yeah. One, um, one it'd be like The Witcher pretty much, but with guns and, you know, West. Right, in the old West instead of in, in fantasy land. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So um, I'm all in. So yeah, I'm sure we'll get that at E3. Ghostbusters Activision confirms four-player RPG based on the franchise to be released July 12th. Uh, will not feature old or new cast. Multiple tie-in game called Ghostbusters Slime City also planned. Yeah, I mean that's, and I think it's going to be like RPG elements of it. You know, like each each character is going to be be a little archetyped on each. Right. Like one I of this, it was like top down. Yeah. Yeah, and I, you know, eh, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Like it, <laughs> it, it might be. I, uh, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll say this. I don't know because the. Uh, did you ever play the uh, the one they did for last gen? No. Ghostbusters the video game. No. It no. was. It was. It was kind of like Ghostbusters. It was basically Ghostbusters three, but as a video game instead of a movie. Oh, okay. And it was really good. It was yeah, actually surprisingly it. good. Yeah, I would. If 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 that's one of the ones that's uh, that's backwards compatible for Xbox, I would I would recommend, you know, grab that from because it got it's got to be like three dollars now. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's but true. yeah, if it's one that's backwards compatible, I would definitely say pick it up because it's I mean, it's enjoyable and it's, yeah. you know, you're the new guy on the team kind of thing. And it's but it, it's it's definitely like, oh, hey, this was this is Ghostbusters three, essentially, because oh, okay. it's the same. It's the original team and everything and it plays some of the old elements of oh, like okay. hey how come this is like this and or whatever it is i don't know i liked it i enjoyed it the the other the second game they did not so much the the one that was a, a dual stick i think that oh, one was okay. that one was not so good that's what i think this is it's like a top down <laughs> i i mean i i don't know maybe Uh, All right, well, we're going to take a quick break. Um, We'll be back. Uh, We'll get into the rest of video game news. We'll talk about comics and reviews. And you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. See you in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. And we'll get through some video game news. And we'll talk about some comic book stuff. Um, Real fast, uh, Twilight Zone, Kevin... Who is it? Ken Levine, the the Bioshock guy. The who? The Bioshock guy. Bioshock guy, that's right. Writing and directing pilot for Choose Your Own Adventure reboot of the series at CBS. Yeah, so. they're doing interactive videos for the Twilight Zone. Okay, <laughs> sure. There you go. Um, we got a Batman Arkham collection. Um, uh, Peggy Rating Board leaked the HD collection of the first two Arkham games, so that's cool. Yeah. And uh, World Warcraft Next Expansion Legion announced for WoW will be released August 30th, so I'll be picking that up. Yeah, the um, birthday present I didn't really want. There you go. Um, all right. Uh, real fast, we got ACDC band announces Axl Rose's new lead singer following Brian Johnson's forced retirement. Because rock and roll is dead. Right. I, like, I, think, I think one of my favorite reactions to this was, for those about to suck, we salute you. Right, exactly. Uh, and our last, I know, like, we had two pieces of et cetera news, but I wanted to mention them at least real quick. Um, and they did, the Pulitzer Prizes were, for 2016, were awarded 
this year or 2016 for 15. I don't know how they work. I don't care. Anyway, the Pulitzer Prize for drama went to Lin Manuel Miranda for Hamilton. There you go. Uh, I thought that was definitely worth a shout out. Yep, that's your boy. Um, cool. So let's get in. We're you want to talk about Flash real fast, and then we'll get into Rebirth. I sure. It was yeah. awesome. It posed some interesting questions, and it had a gigantic plot hole in it that I demand an explanation for. Yep, I don't understand the the the, the yeah. I, I just don't I don't understand that ending. But you yeah. know what? I'm I'm okay to move on. Yeah, like <laughs> I mean, it. I'll move. I'll I I, it's, uh, I you, you my, talked your clone into what? <laughs> well, I mean, that's not my problem. My problem was he when 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 they did that that thing where he's like, oh, and I took so and so. Okay, fine. He got back to Earth two just fine, but he couldn't get from Earth two to Earth prime until they opened the door for him. But there was no door for him to go back through. So how did he that. get back? Just don't think about it. I, but but they but they made such a big deal out of it, though. I know, man. Dude, I... I, 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 I that whole scene, I was like, what? That was... Like, that <laughs> genuinely bothered me. Where it was like, yeah. oh, and, and he just can pop over when he wants to. Well, then why did they need... Like, why were they not worried about him coming back if... if he could just randomly do that. Yeah. It, yeah. It that, bothered me too. That I, I, like, cause that's a huge plot hole. Yep. That's like, <laughs> that's one you get stuck in as evidenced by the fact that I have. <laughs> yep. And they'd probably did too. And they were just like, just talk over it and, uh, just ignore it, <laughs> ignore it and, uh, have something dramatic happen. And, right. Uh, yeah. Uh, have the flash loses. Yeah. It's just, uh, but anyway, um, yeah, yeah that's been good me. so far. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the next episode. And Arrow's been great. And I'll talk about Jungle Book next week when you see it, so uh, we can talk about it together. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's um, talk about books real quick. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So um, the uh, SNL book, I wasn't able to finish it in time, so we're pushing that to next week. Did you want to pick a book too? I because we talked about it a little bit earlier. Uh, I want. Uh, we're gonna do Good Omens. Good Omens. Okay. Awesome. Let me write that down. So that'll be – we'll do that on top of SNL for next week. There we go. We got a lot to talk about. Um, all right, man. Well, let's get into – before we go, let's get into some rebirth. So DC Universe is not rebooting, but they eh. are. <laughs> it's a, so um, it's still, still technically going to be the uh, New 52 Universe, but they're getting rid of some characters, and they are getting some characters apparently. Um, by the way, dude, ugh, I, I, I've been gushing about <laughs> – American Alien Superman. I'll actually we'll hold off on those. Read that this week. Read American <laughs> Alien if you can. And um and Lois and Clark, do you know anything about these books? No. Have you been reading any Superman recently? No. Do you know what can what happened in Convergence where all the different universes they were in little bottles um by um a Brainiac and then um uh the old DC universe saved the day. Right. And the new fifty two was put back and some some things were changed right. and basically the old characters from the universe we love didn't have a place to go to and Barry from that universe Supergirl and a few other people went off to do who knows what how went off to do whatever um, but two people stayed in the new 52 Lois and, and the Clark. two people that stayed was Lois and Clark sure and the it, it's really cool because the opening scene it shows um, the the new Justice League um, the new 52 Justice League fighting Doomsday for the first time, and they're rookies. They don't know what they're doing. Cyborg is trying to save the day, and you see Superman back on a building. 
back in the distance. Like I was a millisecond from jumping in and they got it together and they worked as a team. And then you, you and then that's where the story takes off. You see him kind of go back home and he's living. He's not Clark Kent. Lois Lane is not Lois Lane. And the story goes from there and he's kind of seeing everything happen at a distance. Like, and it's funny. It's so meta. He's like, how different are these, are these people? And it's weird. It feels gross. And it's like, Oh, they're talking as if they're the audience right. that's been upset with the new <laughs> and uh so i had no idea we had this old superman so um right because remember you know like how rebirth is not really a reboot except that it is it's like how convergence would have nothing to do with the new 52 except that it did <laughs> well the new 52 superman is nowhere to be found in any of the rebirth um covers so i think something happens to him huh. and i think we find out before the end of the um yeah because i think it's like right now in superman 51 i think uh the lois and clark clark and the new 52 superman are together because they're on the covers together so that's coming to a head um and so you know i'm curious what you know they have this big rebirth cover where it shows a lot of the characters and it shows like a god figure with the hand i'm wondering whose hand that is um but uh, but anyway, so we got a lot of new comics, man. We got this action comics, Dan Jurgens, um, or by Patrick. I'm gonna mess up all these names, but that's <laughs> Superman. I'm pretty sure that's the older Superman, um, even though it looks like the newer suit. <laughs> um, but it looks cool. It's got Lex. I don't understand Lex as like the Superman. Like, have you seen his outfit? Yeah, with the like, it's it's like he he mixed steel and his old Kryptonian armor, like that exactly. battle armor. Like that's uh, uh, yeah, it looks weird. Yeah, so I'm going to be um, – I have a lot of catching up to do. Um, I've only just started with uh, American Alien, and rumor is American Alien Superman might be in the new 52. Probably not, but that would be so fucking amazing <laughs> if somehow they were able to put in that one. Uh, we got Detective Comics, which is going to be like a group book um, by James Tinian um, and Eddie Barrows. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it, it's like the Bat family. Right, but much. here's – like don't these comics pick up some of these where the original – comics numbering left off um i don't know yeah because right here i think they're all starting at one uh uh no it says because uh, uh, detective comics it says there this will be rebirthed oh. at issue number 934 why that's just come you on. see this was why i liked the new 52 because they said wow we're at like action comics 960 that's probably turning off some people we need to go back to one it's turning me off when they're at 56, 51. I'm like, right? well, well, where do I start? At least Marvel does a smart thing and they do a point one where I'm like, okay, I know I can start there. Right. I, I know that no matter where I'm at, if I missed months, oh, I can start there. Um, yeah, dude, that's what a mistake doing it at like oh. nine something. They're they're trying to they're trying to cater to the old fans where they're like, okay, we're back at it again with the old comics. Um, so anyway, it's a team book and it has Clayface on the team. Clayface is on the on the bat team. Um, so that's cool. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, uh, this one I'm looking forward to. Scott Snyder, John Romita Jr., um, Batman, all, all-star Batman. I'm not a fan of uh, John Romita Jr., but basically, apparently this is a book where Batman has Two-Face, and they're on the road. It's a road trip move. It's a road trip book. They're not in Gotham City, and Batman has to get Two-Face to a certain point, uh, from point A to point B, and two and they both need each other to survive, apparently. Um, and okay. it's, it's supposed to make... Two-Face, an important character, enough like what he did with the Riddler, what he did with um, with the Joker, and so like, I, I can't wait. Scott Snyder knows how to do Batman. Sure, I'm in. Yep. Uh, we got uh, Dan Abnett and uh, Brad Walker as, for Aquaman. 
Um, I don't know much about what they're doing. It says Aquaman is practically trying to make Atlantis less uh, secret and hidden away from the surface world. Apparently, I think him and uh, Maria, what's her name with the M? Mara. Mara is going to be uh, married in it. I'm just going to run through these. I'm not going to go through all the artists and whatever name. Batgirl looks like Batgirl. Um, we got Batgirl and the Girl of Prey and the Girls of Prey. Uh, the Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. Sorry. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> it's it's uh, Batgirl and the the uh, Birds of Prey. Um, we got Batman. Um, you know, we probably don't have much time to go through all these. We'll get into more details next next week. But uh, it I, is. I, I uh, want to look Tom at just King. just a couple highlights like Batman Beyond. I want that book. Yep, and it's gonna be Terry Guinness. Yes, he's he's returning. Uh, Blue Beetle looks cool. Cyborg, okay, I, I'm all right. Um, uh, Flash, we got Green Arrow. The art looks amazing in that. Yeah. Um, uh, Green Lanterns. Um, uh, we we got some new Green, green Lantern. I, I, the girl, I'm not sure. She's she's like Power Ring or whatever. Yeah, she's yeah. She came over from. Or she was the Forever Evil leftover. Yep, we got Hellblazer, um, which is supposed to be more like the Hellblazer and not John Constantine. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's going to team him with Swamp Thing. Like that's, that's awesome. I want that. Yes. Totally. Oh yeah, Justice League. Um, we got the original Superman on the team. Nightwing, back at it again. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. he's he's back. So, um, uh, real fast, Suicide Squad, Super Sons, Superman's son, Batman's son together in a book. It's like a Vegeta's kid and Goku's kid. It's Trunks. Um, it's yeah, Trunks against this. Yeah, right. It really is, and that has to do with Lois and Clark. So, um, also we're gonna get a Chinese Superman. So that's cool. Um, we'll get on to this next week. We got to go. But again, you want to go to We Geek Podcast. Um, we got two Facebook groups, um, We Geek Podcast. Our email is wegeekpodcast at gmail.com. Twitters are at the Logan Witt, at Adam Estep, and at uh, We Geek Podcast. Of course, you can list, listen to us every Wednesday on the N.FM. Uh, and I think that's it. And next week, we'll talk to you about Jungle Book and all that good stuff. Captain? Captain. Captain.